Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Bruce Irving. This is the SPM show where we talk about what's happening in the pizza, restaurant, local business world. We interview some great guests like today's guest from Carvela's Pizza. We talk about how they built their business, what they're doing right now that's working, marketing their business, how they find employees, everything that goes along with running a successful business. I'm excited for this interview today. Joey joins me. We're going to talk about how he got started, how he's growing his team. We also touch on something that Joey's doing that I've talked about a lot over the last couple of years, and that's video. He's really embraced this video. He's hired an in-house marketing person to help him with the strategy and implementation. And they started a video series about pretty much a what you would call a series of videos, almost like a day-to-day TV show, but obviously it's for the internet. It's on Facebook, it's on YouTube, and they're doing a good job of showing behind the scenes. And we talk a little bit about the strategy and the ideas, where that came about, and how they're implementing it. And we recorded this podcast episode a few weeks ago, so we talk a little bit about the Pizza Expo and if they're going to send someone there and recording it and documenting that and my philosophy on that. So I think there's a lot of great, valuable nuggets you're going to get out of this podcast episode. Joey's a great guest, and I'm excited to share that with you today. Before we get into today's topic, I have to say thanks to our new sponsor. Well, back again, Our Town America and Susan at Our Town America specifically. If you need some help, if you're looking for some new customers in your area, what Susan does is she helps target new movers to your area. So she'll help you find people who have recently moved into your neighborhood by zip code, just like we do. She does it by zip code. You send them an invite to come into your restaurant, whether that be for something or a free pizza or whatever it is. She helps you develop that. Uh, She mails it out to them. They come into your restaurant. You have a great product and great service. They found you. They're looking for places in their area because they're new. They don't know anybody. And then you get a new customer. And she helps you come up with this whole process. Susan at OurTown.net is how you can get a hold of her. You can also go to SmartPizzaMarketing.com forward slash OurTown. But if you're looking for a direct mail way to get in front of new customers in your area, you definitely want to reach out to Susan at OurTown.net. Okay. Let's get into today's topic, and I think you're going to enjoy this episode. You may want to listen to it a couple times, but this is a great episode with Joey from Carvelis Pizza. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Joey Carvelis with me. You're joining me on the podcast today. Going to talk about pizza, marketing, growth, all that good stuff. Joey, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Welcome to have you. Awesome, man. Glad to be here. So, Joey, I always like to start with someone's story. How did you get started in this crazy pizza business? I love hearing these stories from folks, so let's hear yours. I was uh, 12 years old at the time. My dad uh, worked at FedEx, uh, and and he had always had a little business on the side, usually a restaurant. And uh, he he decided to buy the local pizzeria in town. And uh, he he I was the one that had to get in there and wash the dishes and stuff. I hated it back then. <laughs> I had off the school bus and up in there and wash dishes. You know, it was, it was terrible. Right, but as I as I got in involved with the food down down the road, uh, I started really loving it and and uh, wanted to. Want, I always had a dream of opening my own pizzeria, man. You know, and uh, so fast forward to uh, two thousand and eight, my dad decided to sell the business, which I mean it was like ninety ninety four when he bought it or something like that. He sold it in two thousand eight. He had a stroke, couldn't do it no more. Uh, 
it was pretty sad, you know, to see the family business be sold. Right. It wasn't really busy. I mean, it was just, it was an extra income for him. He probably did, you know, less than a hundred grand in sales a year. So it wasn't like a real busy business, but it was, it was an extra income. So anyways, uh, he was after the stroke, he, he, uh, he ended up passing away in 2013. Oh, sorry. And one of the last things we talked about, well, thank you. He, he was, uh, one of the last things we talked about, he wanted me to go buy the pizzeria back and, and just cause he knew I was really passionate about it. Well, prior to all that, he said, you know, I need to go work for somebody else to really learn how to make pizza. Cause I loved it. And I only know how to make it through him. I mean, he taught me, but he taught himself. So I did that. I moved to Knoxville, Tennessee. I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. And worked for a guy named Lucas. He was a Greek guy at a pizza place. Worked him for worked for him for a couple of years. He taught me, you know, how to how to stretch the dough better, how to put it on a peel and slide it off in the oven. And then um, I moved to uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and worked for a guy named Gavin Lawyer. He's actually from Long Island, and he's the one that taught me about the, the ingredients and how to rise your dough and the cheese to use and the tomatoes to use. So the the recipes I have since I've you know learned from him, I've kind of made it my own. But that's that's the guy that was my teacher. Wow. So I got to give him some credit. <laughs> where, where where are you located now? So I, I moved back from Knoxville to Hogansville, Georgia, and uh, it's, it's south of Atlanta. It's probably thirty minutes south of Atlanta, off I eighty five. We bought the we got the the. It's kind of a long story. I mean, um, I started where I was working for somebody else down here. I moved back to Georgia and was working for a guy in a, in a cafe. I was wasn't making much money. I had, a, I had a child, I got married. And, uh, before my dad passed away, he's like, you gotta go buy this business back. I didn't have any money, you know, so right. open this business up or actually buy the business from a guy. I borrowed some money from a friend, 19 grand <laughs> and, uh, got the, got the building, got the, it was a 900 square foot building, uh, back in 2014. And we started making pizzas, man. And, uh, we've, We've seen growth every year. Um, is this good? Yeah, keep going. Is this, is this story? I kind of feel like I'm everywhere. It's fine. So, so uh, we we got this little 900 square foot bill. My my wife was really scared. She didn't. She's like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" You know. And uh, I was like, "We're gonna, you know, we'll be fine. We're just gonna make some pizzas. If it don't work, I'll go get, get another job." I mean, hell, I couldn't make no less than what I was already making. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, uh, started making pizzas. Started. I created a Facebook page, yep. and, um, and this is this is in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, little um, I, I grew up in the area, so a lot of people knew me. They said, "Oh, Joey's back in the pizza business." You know, yeah. Facebook really helped kind of pull the people in because I was out in the middle of nowhere. You know. Um. Fast forward to, you know, about a year and a half ago, we decided to open up our build another location because the building was so small uh we got a, a building in downtown hogansville and my brother decided to come on board with me because um, you know i wanted to grow and and by the way the business had quadrupled in business now so was your brother in the pizza business or was he doing something completely different yeah so manny he's a uh, he's my oldest brother he's 43 years old and he's been at fedex for 23 years uh, he's a senior manager there in Memphis, Tennessee. And the whole time I had the, I, I got the business, he saw it growing and growing and growing. And we'd always talk about, we'd go on vacation together or visit each other. 
and talk about, you know, him doing this with me and, and cause he, he's so good with people, you know, yeah. and, uh, his set of skills will just really complement the business and be able to grow it and, and open up more locations. And, and it just, it just wasn't making the money for him to do it. But finally, I mean, we saw that, you know, if we grew this thing, he could, it could, he could afford to get paid and everything. And so he decided to quit FedEx. Just all of a sudden he's got a family and he just, after 23 years, he, he took his, his, his shares, his stock share or whatever, his money and, and quit in the first six months he came in on board and he, you know, he went, there was no money for him. Wow. So he just, he stepped out on, on faith. And, uh, when we finally opened Hogan'sville up downtown, it, it was, it blew up. I mean, it just went nuts and, uh, he was able to pay himself then. So what, 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 we just so opened what, up. what made it like, so when you opened up that restaurant, was it your reputation that everybody was excited to go see this new location that you had? What made it so busy in the beginning? Because I think a lot of people open a restaurant, and sometimes it's busy, sometimes it's not. Right. Yeah. So, a good question. I, I um, I think the the buzz, the food is, is. I mean, everybody says their food's good. I, we have a, we just have a really small menu. We focus on pizza and wings. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's smart, actually. Yeah, I, I, it's easier to train. It's easier. Yeah. You don't have their so, food costs are that high, and. and you can really do it well, you know, if you, so, so I don't have to worry about somebody making 10 different items and it ain't coming out. Right. Right. We, we train to make a pizza and chicken wings. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's, doesn't get much better than that. It, yeah, it's fun. It's easy. It, it, it's, I say it's easy, but the menu is easy. Right. So we, we created this buzz. I guess just by putting out good food in the, in the 900 square foot building, man, it was crazy. I, I set 20 people inside there. Right. Wow. And, and the porch, I had a little porch and it got so full inside. Well, 20, 22 seats. It got so full. Um, <laughs> I had to put some tables out on the front porch. So that, that was like another 25 seats. So that filled up. So then I went, we had, we had, uh, we went out and bought like four, four picnic tables and put them outside on the, in the, in the parking lot. And that filled up. So then there's people parking right in front of the car, tailgating, eating a battle, tailgating, drinking beer, you know. So it just became a, like a cool place to go, like the popular spot town. It's, and it was kind of right there in the middle of Trailer Park, you know. It was, it was the weirdest place, you know. That <laughs> was on a Friday night, you'd ride by, there'd be 100 cars parked out there. Wow. So, yeah, we, we built up a little following. And uh, we, we did a lot, like I said, we did a lot of Facebook stuff. Check our Facebook page out. We were on there a lot. Were you, you know, doing we, ads or were you just doing content? Content. And, and, uh, I started spending about 50 bucks a week, uh, uh, maybe a hundred bucks some weeks, you know, just on, on ads. And I mean, if I did it like on a Thursday for, I did some pictures of some wings and pizza and just said, you know, come drink you some beer at Carvelis this weekend. We would literally probably do, an extra fifteen hundred dollars that weekend. Wow! And spend we'd only spend you know, you know, sixty bucks on an ad, and uh, it was noticeable, very noticeable through Facebook. So, so yeah, I mean, that's really how we communicate with our customer base was Facebook. How is it working with you? And Instagram, your brother? How, I didn't really. How is it? Let me ask. You, let me ask you this, because you work with your brother, and I know from experience how good and sometimes difficult that can be how is it working with your brother in the same environment yeah so you know you hear that same old story it's hard to work with family 
I feel but like it could us, be. I feel like it could be been... hard and easy sometimes, depending on the situation. For us, man, it's been great. Honestly, we're we're very honest with each other. We communicate very well. We talk about. Of course, we've had our differences, but I mean, we talk about that privately and we handle it. But he has a set of skills that that he, you know he's able to to put towards the business, and I have a set of skills. I'm very good in the kitchen. I'm, I'm good with operations he's he's good with the finances and front of house stuff he's good with people people like working for him right he's a great trainer and i think we just kind of stay in our lane so it works really well and uh we uh we both want to see each other succeed we both want to see each other take their take time off and be with our family so um when we got other brothers we're six of us in our family so we're kind of a close family already but I really love working with him, man. I, I, I enjoy working with my family. It's, I want to get more brothers involved, to be honest with you. Does anybody else, does any other of your other brothers have any interest in joining the business? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And they're very, they, they work for, uh, the rest of them actually work for uh, an urgent care business in town. They, they're opening their ninth location, actually, right now. Oh, wow. It's just a family business. And so they got a lot of experience with growth. They've, they've grown seven locations locations in the past four years wow um so so but yeah they they really want to come on with carvelis as soon as we can continue you know as soon as we grow bigger where they can come on where we can afford them actually <laughs> <laughs> right what kind of pizza do you guys serve like give us i know you said you just serve pizza and wings but like what kind of pizza is it what style would you say it is it's an east coast east coast style like new york style um it's a 16 to 18 inch depending on who's making it sometimes <laughs> but it's like a thin crust. Okay. um uh, the dough the dough is is similar to a new york style but it's it's different down here in georgia we get that humidity down here so it, it rises different and it creates a just a special dough. and do you guys do mostly delivery or is it mostly dine in takeout i opened up in 2014 and started out with pickup and delivery and as the, the people started coming in the store, uh, I went to, I made a decision to stop delivery because I feel like it was giving me a bad name. Like I was getting food there in over an hour. People were complaining about it and it was getting, it was cold, the set, the other. So I'm like, you know what? We'll stick with what we're good at. We're going to focus on dining. Let me ask you a question I, about that. Cause I think that's an interesting topic you just said right there. How many, so when you, what year was it with that you decided to stop delivering? Well, keep in mind, this business that I bought had been in business since 1988. Okay. And it always was delivery. Always delivery. Right. Always pick up delivery. So when I bought it, um, I probably ran that for the first year. So 2015-ish? Yeah, and, and decided I, I can't do delivery anymore. I really want to grow. I want to focus on what we're really good at. Right. And, and, and um, pick up and delivery. And people are saying, dude, you're going to go out of business. You're going to fail. This, this is ludicrous. You, you shouldn't do that. This business has been here for this many years. You're going to stop doing what it's always done is delivery. I'm like, look, man, if I don't, it's just going to give me a bad name and I'm never going to be able to grow. So, so we stopped and the first two weeks was really struggled. It was like, Oh my God, I better, I better start delivering again. <laughs> right. But, uh, the people started coming to pick their food up 
and they noticed how cool it was in there. We sold beer, and it was like, man, this is a cool place. There's a lot of people here. So it actually, we actually probably grew by 25%. No, no shit, man. And, and within the first three months. That's crazy. Because I think a lot of people right now, the delivery aspect of this business that we're in is probably the toughest part, right? There's way more competition. Every restaurant delivers now. It's not just like pizza and Chinese food like it's been in the past. Like every restaurant that sells food somehow does some sort of delivery. So you're very much competitive and competing with other businesses that you weren't before. The third party delivery part of it is like, you know, people are like, do I go with third party delivery? Do I have my own delivery drivers? And you just went the whole opposite way. And you're like, I'm not delivering at all. Yeah. Which is, I would think. Yeah. Well, that's, I think a lot of people would love to do that, but they don't have confidence in the fact that their customers will come pick it up. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I'm, I'm still, I feel like I'm a young guy. I'm 38. I just turned 38. And, uh, so I, I, I'm getting more confidence in myself and a lot of these decisions that I've had to make, uh, and that being one of them has actually paid off, you know, and I just feel like since I've just, I really understand our product. I really understand the vision of what we're trying to, to give people here. And it's not, it's more about what, you know, I, I really like the food that we do. I think I believe in it. I really like our atmosphere and our place. You know, if you come in here, you'll get it. It's different, man. And, and we just, I don't want to change my food for you. I don't want you to come in here and change my specialty pie the way you want. It. I want you to eat it the way I make it. And that's really the way I'm good. That's what, the way we do it. We're not an asshole to you, but we'll tell you, no, we're not changing that. <laughs> I mean, it, because it's, we work hard on this and, and we know it's going to be very good and you can build your own, but, but it's just simple that like, you can get plates in our place. And there's a store behind that, but basically we serve you a, a we put a big piece of butcher paper on your table, and you got to eat off that. And you got crayons, you can draw on it. But people come in and be like, "Where's the plates at?" You know, it's like we don't serve plates. They're like that's ridiculous. But but really, that's what we believe in. And actually, and it's become like a like something that people love about us now. And because uh, we're creating this this long term experience for families, you know, their kids come here, remember us when they're older. And, you know, we're, we, I believe that really wholly. So that's why I made those. I feel like I made those decisions. I believe that if I kept delivering, it was going to ruin the business. Yeah. You know, I'm only doing this to make it better. And you're standing out, right? Like by being, by being who you are and doing what you feel is right for your, your product and your business, it's ultimately making you stand out and be different than the other places. Because every other place probably delivers, has plates, has the same process, has the same pizza. You can eat it the same way, same atmosphere. You're standing out. You're making yourself be unique. Absolutely, man. So the, there was a guy that came in to pick up his pizza, and uh, he wanted to sit down and eat his pizza. And um, I, I I rolled my sandwiches up in butcher paper. That's how I sold them. So the guy's like, hey, you got any plates? I'm like, I don't have any plates, but I got this butcher paper for you. And um, he loved it, man. He thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So that's how I got started. I just I never want to lose that. You know, it reminds me where I came from. It reminds me of. The first week, you know, we, we, we did $1,800 in sales and, and, uh, I thought that was the best thing in the world, you know, and, and today it's, it's, it's just, it's grown a lot. Let's put it that way. That's great. Now I see something on your website. Um, so if you go to your website, uh, com, and then you do slash media, there's a show. It almost looks like season one, catching up with the car, catching up with Carvelis. Is that something you guys still do or what's that all about? 
Yeah, so uh, it's it's a little. We just figured, you know, to kind of get our audience. We have a, you know following of people. We really want to get the audience to really know us, you know, and uh, people who don't know us can kind of go on there and check us out and see what we do behind the scenes. So we're trying to we're, we're actually trying to do this for a whole year and have a different episode every week. I'm just you know cutting up stuff that's going on. Yeah, you can get to know the owners, get to know the the staff, get to know what it's just to kind of grow the get the audience to really um know us you know what i mean yeah yeah i love that idea right. I, I try to talk about that with people all the time like what made you think of that and so what how long it's have you been like, doing it for uh we just started about a month ago so walk me through that process because i think a lot of people who are listening to this especially if you have multiple locations can have the bandwidth to pull this off right how are you recording it editing it how are you doing that? Can you walk us through that process? Yeah, so uh, we just, we, me and my brother Manny, we just, we thought, you know, we got to, one of our responsibilities as, as business owners, not just being in the pizzeria, knowing the food, you got to, you got to know your, your staff. So we really try to watch how they work and find their, their strengths and put them to where they're really successful at. Right. We think they'll be happy when they're really successful. So, we had a, a, a young lady is actually my nephew's wife. She is very talented with, you know, camera work and, and making videos. And we just offered her a full-time position to do just that wow. for us. And, uh, you know, she, she's so excited. She's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. So now we just, we meet with her every week and we kind of, she handles all the Instagram th- accounts and the Facebook accounts. And, uh, you know, she's, she does the the uh, the episodes, and she's doing a lot of research right now, trying to educate herself on how to be better. And and you know, of course, her husband's a ten percent owner, so she's very interested in growing the business. Right. But I but I I really do feel like you know you can find a young a young person just and you pay them to to do it full time for you. I mean, it, it takes a lot off your plate, and just trust them. Yeah, I think I, you're right. Like you can find someone like that. I think the problem with most owners is they don't believe that it'll pay off in the long run well you know i, I didn't either years ago i thought marketing was was just stupid I, I mean, <laughs> I, that's pretty bad to say that but i did I, I, was, I was just ignorant i didn't know it's fine you're honest and, and then when i opened a, a, the pizzeria I, I thought i don't I'm, I'm literally out here in the middle of nowhere i mean i i'm out in the country how do i get to people well, the only way to do it is social media let's try that and it worked and i you know i was a believer in it you know but you, you know i had to really put some content in there you know and do it everywhere and work it just like i work the business and just like you go to the gym and work out you ain't gonna get big unless you go to the gym every day right. or every every week so uh anyways so uh, that's so what's the been the feedback from the people who like who watches it is it just people in your area or what's been the feedback from the from those folks well, the, the, you know, that's one thing we're still working on is, is trying to get more, I don't know how the word, I guess, analytics or, you know, how, how, what, how we, this thing really is doing, the performance of who it's reaching. So the only really feedback I get right now is just going to the restaurant, talking to customers, and then they say, hey, I saw you on TV, on Facebook. We, right. we saw that video. It was hilarious, you know, and you get that a lot. So the buzz and you go out and you go to the grocery store. Hey man, I saw it on Facebook. It's like, oh Lord, <laughs> you know, so it's, it, 
it's uh it's crazy how many people see it but just yeah you you start to and this and i've been doing this for almost six years so and this it's only got it's only compounded over the years um you know but you gotta be consistent i feel like i shouldn't tell nobody what to do i mean i'm i, I guess i'm saying it worked for me and and uh, i'm seeing it doing it over the years doing it every week that's that's really what's gotten us here today with the marketing thing and, and marketing really has helped it's like a billboard online you know it, yeah. it, it just reminds people about you it reminds them every day where they want to go eat you know if you don't do it they're gonna forget about you yeah well listen you just said you don't want to tell people what to do i don't think the whole po- point of this podcast is not to necessarily tell people what to do but it's to share what works for you and if someone wants to do it great if they don't screw them don't do it I'm not making anybody do anything right you like right. say you're saying hey this works for me if you want to do it. Go do it. If you don't, I don't care. I'm not going to come to Minnesota or wherever you are and go to your pizza shop. Most likely, we're just sharing information here. That's right. That's right, man. Uh, but I like I been talking about that with folks, and we've tried to do it with a couple people we work with, like the whole. But a lot of people are like afraid to be on camera, uh, or they're afraid of what their staff is going to say when you put the camera on them or what they're going to do on camera. Like you, that doesn't bother you at all. Do you even think about that? Yeah, it does bother me. I'm not the most, I don't, I'm pretty embarrassed sometimes or I'm, it's very uncomfortable sometimes. Uh, I've gotten better over the years. Right. So it doesn't really bother me as much. I mean, it's uncomfortable for me to go out and talk to customers sometimes, you know, I'm very, I'm used to being in the kitchen away from everybody. So, but I have to just, I, I, I get out there and do it because I know it's important. I know it, it means a lot to those people. And they're just people like me, you know. They're not – who cares what they think, really? I mean, but I've gotten better at it over time to answer that question. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's not as bad anymore. I actually, I've actually gotten better at it. Because you've been – you know, I think that the reason you got better at it, and even me, like, like people watch the videos that we do or listen to the podcast, and they're like, oh, you must love doing the videos or doing the po- – I have hate it. I don't love it. Not that I hate it. I love talking to people, but I don't necessarily love being on camera or the whole process that goes along with it. But I know that what I want to accomplish by doing this is far greater than my fear of being on video or on audio or talking to someone just like yourself, right? Like, you know, like what the ultimate goal is for why you're doing it. You're not just doing it because you like to look at yourself on camera. You're doing it because you want to grow your business and you feel like that's the, the, the modern way of getting your name out there. Yeah, and I and I see results from it. That's another thing is is that drives drives it. You know, it's just like it losing weight or gaining muscle or going to the gym. You know, when you see results, it's motivating. Yeah, and seeing these little growths, these little small uh, successes on on social media, it it makes you want to do it more. I mean, it gives you motivation to to get on camera and be like, "What's up? <laughs> now come on in, please. you know, you know don't you'll do whatever." So. Right. Get, get better at it. Well, it would be worse. It'd be. I think it would be harder if you did all that, and then like sales would go down. Then you'd be like, maybe they don't want to see me on camera. Right. Yeah. Might want to change the <laughs> change the uh, camera person there. Right. But if if you're doing that and the sales are going up, just keep doing it. It's obviously working. That's right. Yeah, I love that. I think. What are you? So are you sharing those same videos on Instagram, or what platforms are you using? Just Facebook and Instagram right now. Yeah, we're we're looking at uh, LinkedIn. We're looking at you know TikTok and and, and uh, all, we're looking at everything. YouTube, 
we really want to get on every platform and and uh but you know you know there's different audiences on different platforms what i've learned and and so you can't i feel like we're having to we're we're, we're learning as we go we're doing research she's alexis is, is reading listening to podcasts about about marketing so she's kind of teaching herself you know i mean it's it's a learning experience and it really is trial and error for us. Yeah. We see what works, what doesn't work. Uh, consistency doing it every week. I mean, you don't see anything for, for a while. But all these newer, like Instagram, I don't see a lot of action on there just cause I have, I haven't really put a lot of time into it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's trial and error. I think it's trial and error for everybody. You know, people, we we share a lot of stories on this podcast and we give a lot of advice about what you should do for marketing for pizzerias because that's kind of like who we work with and obviously who we talk to a lot. But that being said, it doesn't work the same for everybody in every area. Like you're in the South. Like what you could talk about or what you do is much different than what you do in like New York City or Boston. Um, yeah. You know, those yeah. like Instagram may not be a platform where all your where the people in your area are. That's why you're having such success with Facebook. Whereas in New York City, maybe it's the opposite. More people are on Instagram than they are on Facebook. And if you're in a college town, it's maybe TikTok and Snapchat versus Facebook. So it's it, like you, you, you said, you got to be open to it, but test. And like if it if like you do, if it works, keep doing it. And if it doesn't stop, try to do something else, maybe. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm 38, so I'm not the youngest person anymore. So having Alexis, she's 23 and, and she's kind of, she's just more in tune to all this stuff than, than I am. I mean, I, and, and I'm, I'm not, I've learned that, uh, you know, I can't be in charge of everything. I don't want to be in charge of everything. I really want other people to have roles and, and tell me what to do. Basically. Right. I mean, I love being told. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't want to micromanage these people. I, I want them to shine and be great at what they do and enjoy what they do. So, it's been really, really awesome to have her come on board and do this. I mean, because that's what I was doing for the first, you know, four years, five years. Right. Do you go to any I've of the pizza awesome. expos? I went to Atlantic City last year. I feel like I saw you somewhere. Did I see you? Did we meet there? I don't know. Did you go last year? I did. Maybe so. I, I met so many people there. I don't. I don't remember. I know I met. Yeah, I met so many people. I don't think I did meet you because I knew I, I listened to your podcast. Yeah. Huh? Are you going this year to this year's show? I'm gonna, well, no. I'm actually sending one of our, our managers down there. She's gonna. She's gonna compete in the competition. Oh, really? For the uh, which uh, which category is she competing in? Traditional. Okay. She's gonna make one of our pieces there. Excellent. She's gonna kick ass, man. She's good. It's not not the girl that runs the social media, is it? Or is she gonna go with her? Well, what do you think? You think she should go there and and, and uh, videotape some yeah, stuff? I I, I do. Film some stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think you should send both. That's a great. Like, there's a lot of people. I actually talked about that because I went to um, the Mid America Restaurant Expo and they had a competition there, and there was probably 35 competitors, and only one of them was kind of recording or taking any kind of photos of them competing at that event. I'm like, wow, so much good eye content and so much good info that you could be sharing with like your audience. Like you're literally traveling, maybe not across the country, but you're traveling out of your zone into some place that you don't know to compete in a category 
of what you do for a living. And you're not going to share that with people. Yeah, I mean that's it's true. I gotta I gotta think differently, man. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm willing to do stuff like that because I be, I believe in that. I mean, I guess you know Kelly, she's uh she's pretty excited about it. I wonder how she feels about being on on video. I'll I'll be like, you gotta be on video. What's wrong with you? What if she wins? I know it'd be awesome, man. Yeah. I, she's very good. I mean, she's very she probably make pizza better than I can. <laughs> That's awesome. But I mean, if she wins, that'd be great for her to even have, like as she builds her career moving up, maybe she works with you or maybe she wants to open up her own place. And she listen, back in 2019, I competed in Atlantic City and I won. The people that competed in Atlantic City are some of the best pizza makers right. in the world. You know, if she can, if she wins that and gets it all documented, that's amazing. You're right. You're right, man. So I'm, I'm definitely going to look at that. My brother's already mentioned that we should send legs. So I'm like, what's she going to film? So, so maybe this was a good, Good thing we talked about it. All right. Well, if you if Alexis goes, tell her she can send me an email. Say thanks for sending her to Atlantic City. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you gonna be there this year? I am. I'm gonna go this year. Yeah. I may be judging one of those categories. I'm not sure. Okay. Last year I was the judge of the the gluten free category. So I I usually judge one day. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which category that will be because they usually just tell you when you get there, so you don't make friends with the people that are gonna compete like you, and then give them a, a leg up. But now I know. If I do, right. if I do, judge traditional, I know one contestant that's going to be there. That's right. Right. That's right. Um, Last year I, I went in and I, I got a, I want to say fifteenth, uh, in a traditional, which I, I feel like you know it was it was a good it was a good day. I, I made a good pie, but one of the judges actually gave me the first, the uh, the top score, and then one judge gave me like almost like. The last score, like good lord. <laughs> it's, it's if that it's hard to be a contestant there because you're out of your element. You're not making your product in the same environment in which you're normally accustomed to, and you're probably using different products than you usually use, unless you're bringing everything with you. Yeah, I brought everything out of the dough, man. It was it was it flipped upside down on the plane, I guess. So it was kind of an ugly piece of dough, but I mean, it looked it tasted good because I ate it. Yeah, and uh, but the ovens were really hot. I'm not used to cooking on. You know, six hundred fifty degrees, seven hundred degree ovens. Right. So you, it's fast, like, it's I mean, different. But you know, it was fun. It was it was definitely a good experience. I met a lot of people. That was the main thing. I, I really like doing that. Uh, it's it's the, again, it was it was difficult to meet new people. It's always kind of uncomfortable, but I'm glad I did it, man. Is I so you you're not going this year? No, I I got we just opened up our second location. And uh, we're we're trying to get uh, you know people going out of town vacation that week. Right. So uh, I'm just gonna let Kelly go, and she's just done so. She's been working for us for three years, and she started out part time. Now she runs our entire Hogan'sville location. Wow, she's like super good at what she does, and uh, we just we're sending her family up there. They're all gonna get to go up there and stay for a week. Well, that's nice of you. Yeah, man, I've always wanted to do that, and finally finally getting to do that for somebody but she's deserved she deserves it man she's she's worked her butt off that's great man well i'll check her out if i if i'm if i'm there i'll go say hello see if i can hook up with them it was awesome talking to you i love hearing stories where can people go check you out online if they want to say hello or follow along or watch your your series uh catching up with carvalis so uh you can go to carvalis pizza co like company.com it's our website you you can kind of 
read all about us on there. We also have a Facebook and Instagram account. We've got a YouTube. Uh, you, we're just now starting a YouTube account. Um, I don't even know what the name of that is yet. We'll find it and we'll link it up. So if you go to smartpizzamarketing.com, if you're listening to this when it comes out, um, look for this episode and we'll link your YouTube channel up to that. We'll link your website, Instagram, Facebook, and the YouTube so they can go check that out. I really want people to check out what you're doing because I think it's cool. I think you're really took the bull by the horns on that, right? Like you, you got the advice from someone to be like, Hey, document what you're doing. And instead of just taking that advice and being like, Hey, that's a good idea. You're executing on it, which is the most important part. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the older I get, uh, the more I, I try to do stuff like that. I used to, I, I just talk about it. Now it's like, <laughs> yeah, just take some action here, man. Yeah. A lot of people talk about it. Not a lot of people actually do it. Well, I, I've been there. Well, Joey, it was awesome talking to you, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I know you're busy. You got a lot to happen. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us here on the podcast. Thank you, man. It's great. It was great talking with you. All right. Well, thanks to Joey for joining me on the podcast. That was a great talk. I hope you enjoyed that listening wherever you are. If you're at the gym or if you're in the making some dough or you're in the kitchen or you're driving in the car, hope you got something out of that podcast episode. That's really the goal. The goal is to talk to some great people in our industry share information, and hopefully listening to a podcast for 30 or 45 minutes, you can take at least one or two things from the podcast and go implement it in your business. That's really why we do these. If you need some help from us, we can do that two different ways. Mastermind group, smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. You can join us. We'll help you inside of our Facebook group. We'll also help you with two calls every month where we help you strategize your business, give you some ideas of what's working currently. Because as you know, Marketing changes so quickly, especially marketing in 2019 and coming up in 2020. The marketing changes so quickly on Facebook, so quickly on Instagram. You really need to be in a group where you can come in, ask other people what's working, get your questions answered because you're going to go implement and then you're going to come back in a couple months and it's going to have changed again. So smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind for some one-on-one help with us. But if you wanted, if you're if you're a multi-unit location and you want to have hands off or you just don't have the time to do it, we can help you with that as well. Smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. It's our agency. We work with hundreds of restaurants and pizzerias in the United States, doing their marketing for them. So between the customers that we have, the interviews that we do, the mastermind group that we're involved in, we kind of know what's working right now, and then we implement that for you. Smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. All right. Like we talked about on this podcast episode, I really think video is super important for you to do in your business. And even if you're not exactly comfortable on video, there's ways that you can do video where you don't have to be on it. Maybe we'll talk about that in a future podcast episode. I'll do a whole podcast updated about video and maybe give you some ideas or some tips as to how you can do video in your business because I really think that between Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, And even Twitter and email, video is a powerful way for you to get your message in front of people and then then for your customers to know, like, and trust you as a business and as a business owner even more. And I really think that if you are a local business and you are not a franchise, but you are the business owner in the face of the business, even if it's just behind the scenes, becoming the brand in the face of that brand is something that you must do in 2020 coming up. The younger generation of folks want to know who they're doing business with and what you're all about. And video is a powerful way for you to be able to do that. 
So stay tuned for that episode. We'll do that. Maybe we'll do that inside of our mastermind group only. So maybe you'll have to join us inside of that because it'll be a little strategy session in there. But anyway, if you want to get a hold of me, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. You can do that. Email at smartpizzamarketing on Instagram. The Bruce Irving on Instagram as well. That's my personal one and a little behind the scenes of the business. And also follow me on TikTok. I'm the Bruce Irving over there as well. We're experimenting and doing some cool things over there. All right. Thank you so much, for guys, for tuning in. I appreciate your attention, and we'll see you on the next one.